Hi, I'm Kate LeBlanc. Hi, I'm Leah Crowley. And this is... Oh, my bad. (laughs) Uh, And you're listening to Our Five Cents. A podcast brought to you by the University of Rhode Island student-run newspaper, The Good Five Cents Cigar. This is your walk to class. All the news you need to know in the time it'll take you to walk from Keeney to Swan. Change up the inflection on that one. Ooh, a little inflection (laughs) change, a little spice. (laughs) Guys, we're getting really crazy today. This is going to be an amazing, crazy, action-packed episode, so stay (laughs) Stay tuned. tuned. Jinx. Lovely. Just a little gnat sound for you. Just a little gnat <laughs> sound bite for you guys. That's Me. not real. Hello? <laughs> you think if I scream at a high decibel, it'll like counteract it? I How long could it possibly go? I, Two minutes? That's what it were. Okay. It's, it's done. Okay. Um, so, oh, Twitter. Twitter. Okay, so each week on the podcast, we like to highlight what's trending on Twitter. So let's do it. Yeah. Great intro. Love it. Succinct. <laughs> Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. The more you know. The more you know. Okay, so I was going to talk about how Maryland is the latest state to get rid of all its, not all of its, many of its COVID restrictions. Maryland. Maryland. Right, you wouldn't think. I wonder if their governor, yeah, like, that... what the political party is. I don't actually know. Anyways, not the point. My point is they are the latest state to announce that, uh... Oh? <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? We're filming a podcast here? I understand this is a parking lot, but we have needs. Okay. But, so, Maryland is the latest state to announce its lessening of COVID restrictions, meaning that there are no more capacity limits in, like, restaurants, bars, um, indoor places, stuff like that, and concerts and, like, other indoor performing venues are now at 50% capacity. So, interesting, because a lot of people from URI are from Maryland, or at least a decent amount, and it's a... not north what is that mid-atlantic state not a generally southern conservative states who we've generally seen yeah lifting the mandates like texas for example so interesting and i guess we'll see how that fares do you know what i didn't realize though is because i remember when i heard people lifting the mandates i was like what the heck but then i found out some states never had them to begin with Really? There is, like, a list of states who never had mandates. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, so. Wow. But I also, like, in conjunction, as I was looking at that on Twitter, I got the notification from the New York Times that Congress just passed its um, stimulus package, or its latest stimulus package, worth $1.9 trillion. Um, that's going to give Americans, like, $1,400 checks, quote, vastly expanding the social safety net. So it's going to give a lot of support for, like, parents raising children and stuff. Obviously a bill that's been in the works for a while. We've heard a lot about. So Congress just passed it right now. Nice. Yeah. Oh. No. Are Are we going to have to take this podcast mobile? Should I just carry on like this? There we go. Okay. So I need to speak quickly, huh? We never know when it's going to come back. So my Twitter... So I saw that Beyonce is trending on Twitter. I think she's trending or being talked about, obviously, for multiple reasons. One being um, the Grammys are coming up. Mm-hmm. And apparently BTS, who is the K-pop boy group who's very popular, um, have said that they're looking forward most to seeing her or something like that. So I think she's trending. But also because she um, has written a message of support for Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, also known as just Meghan Markle. Because on sometime last week, 
Sunday. Sunday, the interview of Meghan and Prince Harry with Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oprah interviewed them, aired, and it was pretty... Uh, a lot of people called it very explosive. Mm-hmm. It definitely was very eye-opening, I guess. Mm-hmm. That is also something that's still being talked about a lot right now, I think. Definitely. Um, Kate and I both watched it. I thought it was crazy how they kept referring to the institution. Mm-hmm. I never really thought of it, that the way. royal family as an institution, but I guess that is what it is. You just don't think about it in that way. Yeah. When she said family business, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of what it is, I guess. Yeah, whack. And also a lot about a lot of the stuff that was really shocking about how the, according to her, the narratives changed. Yeah, a lot of like, quote unquote bombshells in the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, pertaining to things that were said and, like, discussions among the royal family. But I read an article by, I think, the Washington Post that was kind of about, like, how Oprah and CBS landed the interview. Because as they, if you watched it, you know they addressed that at one point Oprah had reached out and Megan was like, this isn't the time, like, I can't do this interview right now. And then, ultimately, she came to Oprah in CBS later and decided that now was a good time to talk and kind of like talk about their side of things and how Megan was feeling during her pregnancy stuff like that so a lot about mental health a, a lot, lot of good about, things about mental yeah. health I think that they talked about too what I found really interesting in the interview or in the article I read rather was that they wanted it to be on public television so that more people had access to it rather than having that like paywall that would be mm-hmm. up on like Netflix or something if they did a special so oh really so I did not realize that because I remember I was surprised that I could watch it for free. Yeah, they wanted it to be more of like a public access thing. Respect them because I appreciate that I was able to watch it. Right, yeah, as college students, like we're grateful. Very grateful. <laughs> Some really good journalism. Yeah, seriously. Oprah's a great interviewer. Yeah, awesome. Kick us off as we talk about some campus news and cigar-related stories for this week. I want to talk about a story written by Morgan Malonsky. She's a freshman. Right. You know Morgan. Um, She wrote a story about how the university is now offering in-person campus tours, which they haven't offered for nearly a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And they started up again on March 1st. Very interesting. So they're kind of doing like a shortened tour route that's shortened by half an hour. An hour-long tour for prospective students in groups of nine with one tour guide that are like socially distanced. They only go in so many buildings and just like walk through, etc. But something I'm like obsessed with that I really want to go see is that because they can't tour residential buildings, they built a mock dorm in the Welcome Center. No. Yes, like I, I sent our photo editor James a text. You're lying. I was like, James, you have to get a photo of that because I need to see it. Yeah. Not even for the paper. Like I just want to see Personally. it. Personally, it's a personal thing. Did he get it? <laughs> he's supposed to go today, so I don't know if he's already gone or <gasps> what happened. But so let us know when you hear this whether we got one or not. Yeah. Do we know what it looks like at this point in time? I'm dying. I hope so. I'm locked dorm. I really want to know. Center. I really want to know, but how accurate it is. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see like? How is it painted? Are there walls? Right. Are there walls? There are so many questions to be had, and that's why we need photographic proof of answers. Did they decorate it themselves? They must have decorated it. I'm dying right? to know. I should just be a prospective student for a day. And oh my god, we should masquerade. That is undercover that's journalism. journalism. That's that journalism. Is, you know what? The, the citizens need to know. Next week, we will take you undercover on our sting operation of Let's finding this hidden 
fake dorm room in the welcome center. I'm so game. Okay. But yeah, moral of the story, tours in person. We need fake names. We also need fake names. Yeah. They're related. <laughs> um, stay tuned for next week when we will reveal our fake yeah. names. Judy Dench. Just kidding. That's a real person. <laughs> I can't I'm even picture what she looks like. Henry Winkler. <laughs> Hello, I'm Judy Dench, and this is my companion, Henry Winkler. We're Maybe here to have see a look the tower. at your, your dorms. What do the dorms look like in this fine establishment? Oh, okay, so my story, I'm going to be highlighting my own package. Let's go. Toot toot. I should also say, I should, just quick side note, I will also highlight Roadie Sports Corner because it's great every single week. But anyways, so my story is on the Fine Arts Center, mm-hmm. which as we know, on March 2nd, voters um, there's a bond referendum, and voters approved a bond that will grant URI $57.3 million to renovate slash rebuild, kind of, or just big upgrades to URI's Fine Arts Center. And the reason the Fine Arts Center needs said upgrades is because it has a lot of problems, like a lot of problems. I talked to um, the director of the music department, the director of the theater department, as well as a theater student. Mm-hmm. And when I asked the music department chair to describe the Fine Arts Center, he started laughing. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It's in the story. You can watch it. He literally just started laughing. Um, And this is not in the story, but I also asked all of them, I was like, where, if you were trying to point a student in the right direction, like, how would you tell them to find the Fine Arts Center? And they described it as a penitentiary ugly brutalistic style building Mm. uh concrete you know it's pretty ugly on the outside but i also learned about a lot of the problems that are on the inside Mm -hmm. which are crazy they have basically i think what happened is the roof sprung a leak and so they just put another roof on top Mm -hmm. and that process happened one or two or three times so the roof like leaks an insane amount and also leaks something that students will call fact juice and it's this brown sludge and it's this brown sludge type water that just is coming from the ceiling and running down the walls awesome i got video of it it's gross um found out about how like one time one of these leaks called like a small fire and then the fire put itself out because the roof was still leaking wow (laughs) they almost had a show that was canceled like a stage production that was canceled because the amount of water leaking on the stage made it incredibly slippery and there was a lot of choreographed choreographed stage fighting that would have been dangerous Mm -hmm. if someone slipped um and also what is dangerous is the fact that this water drips onto equipment too apparently it's dripped on grand pianos but also lighting equipment for like the lights programs wow which is obviously not a good thing yeah a lot of crazy issues there Um, but it was definitely a very interesting story and it's definitely good to see that the arts are being that seem to be valued more Mm -hmm. or yeah it's basically hopefully going to get a huge upgrade and everyone's really excited about it especially considering they love the building despite its problems so because it does house all the fine arts and they've survived this long right 50 years with it so i did an interview i didn't write the story but i did the interview for somebody last week about the fine arts center Mm -hmm. and the people i was talking to were like i was a student here in like the 70s 80s 90s three different people on the call Mm -hmm. and they were like it looks the same as when i was here 30 years ago 40 years ago so it's good to see rhode island voters kind of supporting them and helping the fine arts center and i think it was close because i know that like well one thing that they talked to me about too is that it had they'd been 
planning the process before the vote and they had a meeting I think that day so they had this meeting where they had to like plan the renovations despite knowing that like all their work might just be scratched in like a matter of hours Mm -hmm. so really crazy very but exciting that it's going to happen they're going to move forward so it'll be very exciting in however many years to come to see what the fine arts center ends up looking like yay that's all i have me too awesome now we're going to look at what uri's covid19 tracker data is saying for the week of march 2nd to march 8th so for that week There were 7,414 tests administered, 181 positive cases, 2.44 positive test rate. 584 total people are in isolation or quarantine, 228 students are in university isolation or quarantine, and 69.72% of the university isolation quarantine beds are occupied. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Your Walk to Class. We hope you got there safely. Yay! (laughs) I remembered. You can find more cigar content, stories, newscasts at roadycigar.com or on newsstands now for a physical copy of the paper. It's a really nice looking paper. You should pick it up. For sure. For sure, especially considering there are people who have to go get it and distribute it on Thursday. Certainly. So if you see that copy, pick it up. Pick it up. For sure. A lot of hard work. If you want to watch the newscast or check out any of our other social media platforms, you can find us at Rody Cigar on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And as always, feel free to send us any story ideas, tips, questions, comments, concerns, URICigar at gmail.com. Or, shameless plug, check out Kate LeBlanc on Twitter or Leah B. Crowley on Twitter as well. Yes. It's just Kate LeBlanc, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay. <laughs> what is it? My Twitter is at Kate and LeBlanc. KNLeBlanc at twitter.com. Great episode. I think that's everything, right? I think that's a wrap. See you next week. See you next week on. No! 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 Ah! No! We won't see you next week. We have a cigar sanctioned spring break. Next I know week. you'll miss us. Uh, there is no paper, newscast, or podcast next week, yep. but we will see you the week after. Yep. So stay safe. Don't travel. Go roadie. Go roadie. <laughs>